Hello, Mariah. Hello, Kai. How are you doing today? I am doing fine. How are you We doing? so- I sound- I feel- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. no nice Um, <laughs> nice. thank you. So good for last you episode, thank you. So last episode, we talked about the trials hold and tribulations. on i gotta do my previously on Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> previously on sitting witty We talked about the trials and tribulations of going around the earth or going around the sun again and um, trying to change yourself I mean, and be we a better do go woman. around the Earth, too. We go around the Earth, like, every 24 hours. The world keeps spinning round. Oh, I don't want to get copyright striked for singing Harrison I don't think Ray. they're going to care. Probably not. With But all, like, 15 our, of our listeners. all, all 13 and a half. What if one of them is, like, the owner of the that song? Just randomly. Takes off the glasses, mama. <laughs> And that just happens to be the one song that you sing. The one. The last episode, I we were talking about New Year's resolutions, and I went around asking some people what their New Year's resolutions were. And the first response I got was from a friend of mine, and she said, get an IUD. And honestly, we stand. Mm -hmm. I don't know too much about IUDs. I know that everybody has a different experience with them. And to be honest, like the only... uh. The only stories that I've ever heard about them were negative, so just make sure that she does her research and know that that's what she really wants. And Because I can't I know, get one. yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you don't need one, Kai. But it's it's a lot to, t to remember to take a pill every day, but as someone that has to take many pills every day, I don't mind it. But if that's the only pill you have to take, sometimes it's a lot to remember. True. True, true, true. But now, Mariah, we're on to a new episode. New us. We're changing our bodies, our soul, our mind. Our bodies are changing. Our body. You know what? Speaking to Can this today's just topic, be Can this just be our sex ed episode? I wish. No, but I was going to say, I was going to lead into, because we we're talking about our bodies changing. And since I want to talk about working in fast food, the weight gain after working at a fast food Oh place, my god. the astronomical weight gain. So me and Mariah both worked at the same uh, restaurant, which we'll just call McDougal's for now. And Mariah, how long did you work at McDougal's? Oh my god, I worked there for almost five years. I thought me working there exactly three and a half was too much. Oh, Yeah, mama. mm -mm. no, I, I worked there for far too long. I went through so many different, like, um, so much employee turnover that I'm part of, like, so many different generations of the McDonald's employees, if that makes sense. I'm relating to you and I only and I worked there like almost like half the amount of time you did. Yeah. And I understand <laughs> what you're saying. yeah. But how long did your brother work there for? He worked there for like seven years. It's five or six, No. eight, five. Because he was working there for two when I started. Let's do some math. He quit not I think he quit the fall 2019. <laughs> 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, it was about six, seven years It's he worked crazy. there. That is crazy. I remember, I think it was the... Um, I was in grade nine. It was April of, I believe, 2016. I got my Yeah, job there. you were 14 as well, right? 
I was 15. I had to wait till I turned 15. Oh, I was 14 because the laws didn't care about me back then. Nice. I And I didn't have to, like, work in the lobby like lots of the 14-year-olds did. They put me mm-hmm. right near the hot oil. They did not give a shit about me. Period. Yeah, That's but they made right. me wait till I was 15. But when I got hired and had to wait a month, I still got the discount when I went in. Oh, nice. Bitch, my weight gain started before I started working there. My, uh, I, the only thing that was saving me was that I was athletic. If I wasn't, though, <laughs> so if I wasn't, no, I know, I know, I know. But if, if I wasn't athletic, then I definitely would have a TLC show by now. I, you know what? Sometimes I make jokes about how I have such a shitty metabolism. And then I think of all the food I actually do eat. And I'm like, maybe she's better than I thought she was. Because I thought I would have made it on TLC too. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to like be more aware of my weight now because I've gained so much since quarantine. And I'm going to be honest, like the last time I saw you, you did not look like you gained weight. Really? Yeah. Cause my mom like stopped me the other day and she was like, Mariah, what are, what are you going to do about your body? And I was like, uh, what? And she's like, I've never seen you like this. Just laugh out loud. Kai. Skinny. You're so skinny. (laughs) I, I am extremely average, but I have a, I have a tummy. I have a, oh my God. What did, um, mini cart call it in all stars, a booty do where her, stomach stick out farther than her booty do i have that wait what did you call her a booty do no what did you call the queen that said that monique hart okay i thought you said something else what do you think i said i don't i thought you butchered her name like you got around around the same thing but i thought you like butchered it oh no but you're fine i remember i started working there i did the orientation with like four three other people there's four of us and i remember i was like the first out of the all four of us trained in drive-thru and i felt so cool i felt so cool i was the first one i was the opposite i was the last one to be trained in drive-thru i was on front counter for like seven eight months that's kind of crazy yeah it was a really long time and i was like everybody was like oh i want to be trained in drive-thru blah 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 okay guys i worked there for five years and i was promoted to crew trainer literally the month that I left like I told them hey I'm thinking of quitting and they were like oh uh uh do you want a promotion I was like no bye period I there was during the summer like last summer when I was still working there I asked for a promotion and one manager said yes but then she left and I was too lazy to ask for another one every single person I know that got her like a promotion there like a big one asked for it yeah I mean, I have been asking for them, and they're just like, same with being trained in the back, but I was a gel, so I was more valuable up front. True. Gel means guest experience leader. I dressed up like a manager, and all the new people were terrified of me because they thought I was a manager. So I bossed them around until they knew better. I love that. How did your orientation go? I don't really remember it too much. I just remember that they... Okay, are you hearing that? I heard you. Oh, I heard like a little... Anyway. No. Oh, okay. I don't really remember too much about it because it was in 2015, so... 
I'm pretty sure the guy who trained me, he quit because he was doing a lot of drugs. And the owner of the restaurant knew he was doing a lot of drugs and said he'd oh. give him a job back. <laughs> I think the owner knew he was doing stuff like that. And I think he was going to offer him a job if he got clean. But then he just moved to a waiter job. And I think he was doing much better. So Every time I go to White Spot, or not recently, I don't know if he's still there. But he's working there and Good says, for him. And says, is that Mariah Bicknell? And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, he came through the drive-thru a couple times when I'm just doing late night. He's such a cool guy, honestly. He like, is. I doubt he would, like, listen to this, but if he did, you're so cool. Mm-hmm. So I remember my, yeah, so he did my orientation. He trained me. I think he did a good job. Um, he did your orientation, tra- too? Oh, no. Uh, that, uh, the bubbly manager did mine. She had... Do you, she like lived in oh, Vancouver, uh, but drove all like two hours or one hour to work at our store in Alder Grove. Wait, should of we all places, our, should we bleep out our locations? Is that something we should? I I mean, as long as we don't say our addresses, we yeah, live we in a try. small community of Alder Grove, uh, a quaint small a quaint small town with a small town atmosphere does though yeah yeah so are you she, talking about sarah yeah sarah there was like five people when i started working their name sarah oh my god yeah 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 i remember that mm-hmm. generation the generation of sarah's sarah's everywhere and she left to become a dental assistant and honestly good for her Mm-hmm. i'm so proud of her i would feel so comfortable like sitting in a dentist chair because she's so nice oh completely yeah should I'm, I call wait, should I call Dominic in here to talk with us? Oh my goodness, yeah, it? your current like boyfriend special guest used to work at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And my ex-boyfriend and probably all my future boyfriends. <laughs> That's the one requirement. <laughs> yeah, the one requirement, like my boyfriend applications. Which McDonald's have you worked at? From what <laughs> years? <laughs> I love that. Hold on, I'll text him. Yeah, we need to get some I just we'll we'll we'll, we'll Okay, and now it's time for a segment I like to call Dommy Mommy's Dilemma of Working in Fast Food. Wait, did you read out all of the resolutions? I'd like two more. I had one friend who rather wants to get her license or go to school. She, why not she, both? I don't know why both. She's ambitious. Ah, uh, I she does have ambition, but like I think she's just like really nervous to drive, and she was talking to me about how like she never wants to, but like. I know a couple people like that. Where they just, yeah, they just don't want to drive. But she wants to, like, try new things. But I guess she only wants to do, like, one. She wants to start slow. Mm. Which, honestly, good for her. And then I had another friend who said they wanted to try sushi. Ooh. So that was pretty wild. They said they hate fish. They hate it. And they want to try something new. So, like, they've had a California roll before, right? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. He wants to try new things because, like, I was kind of in the same boat as him and I could, like, relate to what he was saying. Because I'll eat sushi now. But I remember when we were in groups of friends and we'd always walk somewhere to eat. Everyone would unanimously say sushi, but I always want, didn't want it. But I eat it now, so I understand where he's coming from. What kind of sushi do you like? Uh, I literally just get California rolls. You should try It's a little adventurous because it has smoked salmon laid on top. But you should try a Philly roll, a Philadelphia roll from Tomo. Oh, that might be good. I'll try one. Really good. It's like, it's basically, it has like 
I think it has avocado and cream cheese, a little bit of the crab. So kind of like a an, like a Cali roll with cream cheese with a smoked salmon laid on top. Oh, that sounds nice. It is really nice. It's like it, it looks adventurous so that people don't make fun of you for always just getting a California roll. I... I, I can't remember what it's called, but I want to try like one of like those things you'll get with sushi and it's like the rice, like it's kind of like a clump of rice and it's got fish on top and I get, mm. there's a special name for that and I've always wanted to try those because the fish on top looks so good. Oh, you're talking about nigiri sushi? Yes, that's exactly what it's called. I, oh, really? Do you like like raw fish? I don't like raw fish, but it kind of looks like salmon to me and I do like salmon. Do you want to start talking about fast food again? Yeah. So I remember I... Uh, started walking to work because it took about like 20 minutes. I liked the exercise and I would like walk and then I would have like 45 minutes to spare because this was my first job. I was young and I remember I would um, go that early because I didn't want my feet to hurt because I wasn't used to like sitting up and standing up for that period of time. Right. And I remember I ordered some food before my shift and I explained to the woman at the counter why I came so early and she thought it'd be a funny joke and me being in grade eight or nine and she being much older than me she thought it'd be funny if she put a knife on my tray and then uh, handed me the knife and said go for it because since I had nothing to better to do than to show up early for my job my god and then she got in trouble and then she didn't like me (laughs) and then I remember I went in a couple times before that with Hannah my good Judy Hannah and she, um, I think she recognized Hannah because Hannah told me a couple times that she came in and like the this woman didn't even look at her. So that was fun. Yeah. She hated me. Like, she was four months, rude. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like four months into my job, I was already making enemies. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? I don't really remember too much about her. I, I feel like I have had a lot of stories, but I can't think of any right now. She was wearing jewelry on the floor. and she she dropped her ring into the fry vat and she was she had the audacity i don't know if it was adrenaline audacity or she thought she could fight the pain this woman stuck her hand into the hot fry vat to try and retrieve her ring and she burnt her entire hand it wasn't like she like quickly pulled it out i guess when the pain got to her so like her hand was just really red but i don't know what she was thinking of when she just went like what was I, girl? My oh, she had the audacity. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's so funny. I mean, I feel I kind ha- of bad, but oh yeah, I have um, I have a horror story from like my first week at McDonald's. It was like I think it was my first day after I was done my training. So I was at the front counter, or sorry, McDougal's. Um, when I <laughs> when when I started at McDougal's, uh, it was my first day after I was done training, so I was kind of alone on the floor in the, at the front counter. There was this man who came up, ordered like a cheeseburger or whatever. He was wearing really really dirty sweatpants. His hands were covered in like grease and dirt, and I was like you've seen those people come up to the front counter right Kai and you look Mm -hmm. at them and you're like oh I sure hope you're gonna wash your hands because I would never ever ever touch food that I'm about to eat with my hands caked in like mud and grease it was anyway 
it was really gross. He, I give him his total. He reaches into his pocket, pulls out a handful of change. It's all sticky. It's stuck together. Sticky. And then, oh my god, I can, I just like the thought of like sticky change. Sticky change. Uh, and then it had like oh, and the sticky change. And when when the um gunk is like caked into the little grooves of the coin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, it, it's so gross. Anyway, um, he hands me this thing of change. I'm like forced because I already had my hand stuck out before I saw it. He like puts it in my hand. It's like wet. They're all stuck together. And then there are pubes stuck in it. It's so nasty. Like unmistakably, like it was so gross. And then I put them, I put them aside away from the other change in the cash register. And I had to tell a manager, like, you be careful with that. Why? Yeah. That is some toxic coins. I touched that. Can I go home? Yeah. I, I've been, I've been assaulted. Can I please leave? I remember one time somebody, I, I'm not going to get, get, go too into detail. We ran out of toilet paper in the male bathroom and they decided to use napkins and um, oh. let me just tell you, it didn't work, and it was gross, and I had to clean that all up. It took me, like, three bags full of stuff. I had to clean that entire bathroom. It took almost two hours. I don't know what this person was doing. I don't know when they did it, because I started at, like, six in the morning, so I'm not sure when this happened. My but I remember being feeling so gross and thinking I do not deserve this and I literally went up to the manager on floor because at this time we had free meal slips and I asked her I'm like can I have a couple free meal slips and she gave them to me but I'm like Mm -hmm. I mama you would have no idea how much like human waste you have to deal with working there it's it's disgusting because our location had a play place so the kids would run up and play around the play structure and then when a parent would come up and say, yeah, we've, my son's had a, had a little accident um, up in the play place. So uh, the manager would send the smallest person and me being 14, I was the youngest one there for the first like couple of years. I was the one that they would send up. And then I was like, hell no, I'm going to start gaining weight as soon as I'm done. Like <laughs> I, 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 I got to start gaining weight. This is not nice, but there was this one time a kid peed at the top of the slide. The pee trickled down the slide. It was a twirly curly slide. So I started at the top and then like I was in my socks because we're not allowed our shoes up there. And like my shoes had like gunky like fries like stuck in them and all that. Oh yeah, the shoes. uh, The bottom of the shoes, uh, the bottom of my safety steps were so gross. They were so gross, so I had to take them off because I didn't want kids, like, licking the floor with them because I don't know what kids do. I start at the top with my little, like, Windex and my cloths and my paper towels. I'm, like, very carefully, mission impossible, putting pressure on either side of the slide so that I don't slide down. But then I'm, like, halfway down, and then a kid decides to slide down the slide. He... Kicks me with his foot. We both slide down. And then there's like a big puddle of pee at the bottom. I was the one in the splash zone because I was in the front. And then he didn't get anything because I already soaked it up. So at the bottom, he literally just like 
stands up and runs off to go play again. Like, I'm just sitting there in this kid's pee. And not only that, you are not the first gel I've heard who's had to do this. This happens. This has happened so many times. Like, I remember the boy gel, the skinny boy gel always had to do this too. Like, it was it was atrocious. This is why I'm not having children. <laughs> Disgusting. You don't want them to contribute to this or you don't want to bring them in a world where they have to do this? Both. I remember I used to start at like six in the morning and I, I used to be at high school and I would go to school 6.45 to 5 every day. And then I would work like six to 12s in the morning on um, weekends. I remember one time I was working and this guy is talking to the manager and he's not having a great time. And I can't tell what they're saying because I'm in drive through But then this guy storms off. He throws all the stuff in the condiment center on the floor and he's swearing and he leaves and the manager doesn't know what to say. So he's just like, you're not allowed back here. He was not intimidating. But anyway, <laughs> I realized that this guy was throwing a fit because he also used the restroom and there was no toilet paper and he had a fit. Oh, baby, big baby. I also had another guy where um, he ordered a bagel and it was like made wrong or something. So then he's swearing at the manager and the manager's like, I don't know why you're swearing. I'm going to make this for you again. And then I guess mm -hmm. he wanted them to make it again and get a refund. And then since they didn't do that, he just took a cup of water and just put it all over the place. And he's like, good luck cleaning that up. Yeah. Like, wait, people get like, so bitter over the, over the McJush. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Like people get so bitter. Like when people like come through and like it like I don't purposely mean to give people shitty food like it's Mc, it's McDougal's but like when you come through the drive through again and you're like these fries were ice cold I'm you don't have to over exaggerate I'm you, I'm gonna give you new ones I yeah. don't care like we're 14 year olds working minimum wage we don't care we about, don't we don't care about the inventory we don't care if like if a, a medium fry, like, that costs, like, half a cent to make, like, sure, we're going to give it to you. It's not our problem. No. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know why people have, like, the need to over-exaggerate. Like, it's crazy. It's McJush. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah, there are so many, like, meltdowns. Like, <sighs> imagine having a meltdown about, like, food. Like, McDonald's food. Like, who mm -hmm. are you? Like, fun fact. Dommy Mommy's, which is Mariah's boyfriend, Dommy Mommy, his ex-girlfriend's mom <laughs> is yeah. the num this woman. I, I have never seen somebody co more consistently complain at a restaurant before. She came in all the time complaining. All the time. I'm like, why are you so why do you still come here? I I have to ask. Her name was in the book so often. She like was the, the book. She yeah, was she book. was the book. Anyway, the book is basically a binder. When somebody calls in on the phone complaining about their food, the manager would be like, okay, we'll put your name in the book and we'll give you a free like thing next time you come in. So in anyway, book. she was always in the book at any given time. There was this, uh, there was this one time and it... I took this lady's order. It was a cheeseburger. It's always the people that get like cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. It was it was a cheeseburger and she wanted um, like no pickle at like no pickle. Yeah, I think it was just no pickle. And when the person that was like getting like getting the food together 
I guess the slip, the little sticker that comes on top of it to tell her that this is the one that is special that has no pickle. It like fell off and it came down with another just regular cheeseburger. So the person just took the slip and put it on the other cheeseburger by accident. So the person like they took the wrong cheeseburger, gave it to her, and then she comes back. She throws the pickle in my face. She like picks it up, swings it, flicks it in my face. She's like, how does that feel? Getting a pickle when you don't want one. <laughs> it was- I like, they're going to make you a new one. Like, yeah, what? we're going to make you a new one. It was a mistake. And like, obviously it wasn't my fault. Like if you look on your receipt, it says no pickle. Like I, it, I why do I get the harassment? It's not right. Or like when people are busy and they're rushed and they like have work or something to get to and then they finally get their food or their drink and they're like, I I gotta be somewhere. I'm gonna be late. And I'm like, you saw the lineup. It is our rush hour. The lineup is not gonna change anytime soon and it wasn't gonna change when you got here. Like if you you need better time management skills. Exactly. If you wanted to come get food before work, you need to leave earlier. The fast food place we worked at, they did not care about quality of food. I, I will admit that, but we cared about time and we that's the one thing we were rushed on. So like mm-hmm. even if you felt slow going to our place of employment, that was we were we were we were I hated rushing. when I hated the pre-serving days where like whoever was baking the food would just be like pre-serve it, pre-serve it, pre-serve it. And they would oh, be like, Oh, I was that person. <laughs> No, but you were told to by upper management. You had to because we were more concerned about the times than the quality. Right. And then we See, would always hand out the wrong orders because the orders would swap and then it was mm-hmm. awful. It was just a big thing. Like, like if you're closing or opening, you usually had like stuff you had to do. And then you're like, okay, I have a list of stuff I have to do before I'm allowed to go home. So you're trying to do that list when you have nobody to, t- no orders to take. So then the way the system is set up like it's almost like an inconvenience you have to take the order that's what it feels like because you have all this other shit to do and i feel like if that's your main job it should not feel like an inconvenience if you want this I mean, clean hire a person to clean it yeah. and i'm not saying they should hire like new people they should schedule people to clean i would love yes. to do that i would like a, yeah. a shift where all i'm doing is stocking up and like mopping for like two hours or one hour that'd be i would love fantastic. that mm-hmm. i would really love that because before I got my license, my dad would pick me up after my closing shifts and the closing shift would end at 10. He would get there at 10. The closing list wasn't done. So I would be there until like 10 30, 10 45. My dad is pissed because he has to wait forever. So then he comes in like fuming. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't like, I can't help it. Like, I don't know. So then he would make me call him when I'm off, so then I would have to wait. But I mean, like, if if anyone has to wait, I guess it should be me. But like, that's not what I. That's not my point. My point is, like, if they schedule you until ten, you should be able to go at ten. Absolutely. Like the amount of shifts where I've had to like stay like half an hour later mm-hmm. to clean up after somebody else is. On Wednesdays, when I did family nights, because I would have an eight-hour shift, I would have eleven to seven, and then. At like three, I would get off of the floor to like set up for family nights because I think they started at four. And 
so I would like set it up. The family nights would end at seven. So I would still have to like clean everything up and all that. So I would, I always had like an hour of overtime on Wednesdays and I usually didn't get a break either. And then I remember I decided to work late night last summer and I have quit after doing late night because late night was the last straw. Absolutely Mm -hmm. hated it. Uh, Late night is 10 to six. And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh yeah, I stay up to like four or five when I'm not working. This will be easy. It is not. It is not easy. I hated it. I did late night once and it was, I mean, it wasn't bad because I took like a nap prior to it and then I had some caffeine. But as soon as I was off, I passed out. Yeah, I, I did get a lot until, of like, sleep. Until, like, the next day. Like, I got a lot of sleep. Because, um, I like, I remember, like, I would have to, like, pop a melatonin to get to bed. Because it was, like, bright out. And then the melatonin would keep me asleep till when I had to wake up to get ready to go to work. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I had, like, the summer went by so quick because I was just at McDonald's. And it is so stressful. McDougal's. Oh, McDougal's. I'm sorry. At McDougal's. <laughs> And, like, it was so stressful, but the majority of the stress from working late night was, I will keep her nameless, but it was the late night manager. And we'll just call her the late night manager. But she's probably one of the craziest people I've ever met. Hands down. Absolutely crazy. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. She crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, the, a big thing that we argued about when I was working was the music because she would bring a speaker to work and she would turn off the radio in the restaurant and she would play her own music, which is fine. But she would play like, turn up like really loud, like metal. And she would play like meme songs. And like, that's all fine and everything. But like, she played like this Pikachu song on repeat for almost an hour (laughs) one time. And she was laughing. And me and this other guy were just staring at her because I just had enough. And, like, I remember talking to her and she was just, and I was like, hey, can we, like, maybe, uh, like, I can pick something to play if you're going to play Pikachu for an hour. Like, I pick something for an hour. And she was so anal. Like, she's the only one who was allowed to play it. Like, she was, like, so, and I'm just, like, I wouldn't care. Like, if she played on, like, whatever music she wanted to, I would not give a shit. But she played, like, hours of, of like, the stupidest shit. Or metal. Yeah. And I was like, if you want to play that, that's fine. But, like, I don't want to listen to that for, like, eight hours. And also, Mm -hmm. she brought her own speaker, and she would put that in the kitchen, and you could hear it through, like, the entire restaurant. Oh, my God. Yeah. But didn't she let you play music for a while there? No. I She, my two days off did not fit with her two days off. So, me and the other managers, we would just take turns playing music. And it was probably great nights. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, so yeah, like we would bring like a like I remember like I would bring a speaker and like I remember um I was working late night shifts with like Kaylin. Shout out to Kaylin, she's like my favorite manager. I don't we can probably keep her name in. But yeah. like me and her, like we worked two shifts in a row and like the first night, like she played music, and the next night I played music. And I know it's just like a fast food job and like the music shouldn't be such a big deal, but it was such a pain in the ass, like listening to just that so loud for like eight hours. And then when you ask yeah. for them to like play something else or turn it down, they have a fit. Like they had a genuine fit when you questioned them. Like it was annoying. And then when I asked head management to go into the kitchen during late night because I was not having fun in service, um, the manager of late night started shit talking me 
and she was shit talking me over the headset and I heard everything and she didn't know that. And I remember I told management at the time and I told the head manager and apparently she did not do anything. It was, it was so frustrating. But the one bonus is I did get free food. Oh yeah, and you I did. Supr- and, and a paid break, it, right? And a paid break. And you know, I ate McDonald's like every day for almost the entire summer and I did not gain a crazy amount of weight. So good for me. Yeah, very good for you. I Do you have any other stories or, like, things that annoyed you? Oh, there was one time where I was working, and this was closer to the end. So I was working, and um, I turned on – I brought my own speaker, and it was in the evening, and it was with Kaylin again. And the late-night managers decided to start an hour early, and I was closing. And she freaked out I was playing, her own mu- like, my own music. And the, the other manager, my good Judy – she turned around and she gave it to her. She said, you cannot talk to people like that. It is just music. We all have to listen. And she called her out. She's like, we all have to listen to your Pikachu and metal. Calm down. I and love I was, that. I was just like, I like somebody put her in her place. Was like, that Kaylin? Yeah, we stand. Uh, yeah, she also th- um, threatened to write me up because me and the, the, two, the two of us working drive through at the time I he de- I decide to take both lanes and he would present and then I asked him to quickly take the one lane while I was making ice cream and she like yelled at me she's like why are you asking him to take your lane and I'm like I'm not that w- that was his original lane because you know what my we had two yeah and then so she yelled at me I called her out for it and then she's like I'll write you up next time and I'm like no you won't you can't do that and I t- and I explained that to the other manager and she's did like, she yes. even have the authority nope she couldn't that's 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 not something you can write somebody up on like she threatened to write people up all the time about the stupid and she never of my knowledge never writ somebody up it was just a weak threat yeah and then she would always like complain about the job and i'm like well just go find something else i like i started my new job at my new um store and i am my starting wage was more money than a shift man like a swing manager like a part-time manager like i'm making Mm -hmm. more money so like i don't know how fast food places are able to keep people i really don't yeah because like the late night manager she used to complain to me and other people about how terrible the job was Mm -hmm. and And little the pay is and i'm like then leave yeah and with with that place like on your resume like the first thing they tell you in like career planning is that if you work at a fast food restaurant you will have that on your resume and employers will always ask you about your experience there. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think I worked there for too long at the fast food place, but I wouldn't have gotten the job now if I didn't work there before. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't have, they asked, they asked for job experience. So like, I think, I think they can be okay places to start, but there's obviously a tier of like, you can tier shitty jobs. Like you can rank them. Uh huh. And like, honestly, like our lives while working there were kind of shit. We worked with shitty people, but honestly, like I've heard of much worse. You know, the famous coffee restaurant that kind of sounds like Tim Tams. Sure. They like when you go through there, that drive through, they literally shout at you next order, please. In the drive through. Like that's how big they yeah. are. On time. So like, honestly, like I like I Literally, the only bad part of my job was, like, the shitty people. 
but like if I was working somewhere else oh my goodness yeah I feel like I was okay with other employees it was just like the customers that always got on my nerves yeah what you what are you doing I got a weird text and somebody who I haven't spoke to in a long time is messaging me about Dank Mart we can talk about this uh there's this store in this place called Dank Mart and it's in Vancouver and it's like a candy shop and it's like all imported stuff and I recently purchased four rolls of the Chromatica Oreos and three boxes of Cheetos mac and cheese and I just somebody just sent me a message from Dank Mart like about Dank Mart so my guess is that they're sending me a photo of the Lady Gaga Oreos because everyone knows I love Lady Gaga so I didn't know she had Chromatica Oreos I know they're they're apparently supposed to come to like all supermarkets but I found some at Dank Mart and they're in Vancouver, so shipping would only be a couple days. I can send it to you. Oh my god. Please do. Wait, where in Vancouver? Um, it's I think downtown. I don't know the street name. Cause I go to Vancouver three days a week. I can stop oh, in. I'll send you some stuff. Okay. We should uh when COVID isn't as bad, we should go to Dank Mart together. We should. It'd be so much fun. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to fast food it's shit (laughs) it's so shit but you have to start somewhere especially working in school Mm -hmm. yeah if you're a student then that is like a wonderful place to work and to be honest I really enjoyed working there and if the same people that um I worked with are still there because all of them have left Mm -hmm. I would I would be considering going back because with COVID like my lash business is not doing super great because nobody is going anywhere to like Mm-hmm. nobody needs to have their lashes done so like if all of the people that I worked with all of the people that I made friends with were still working there I might even consider going back but right after I left and you probably feel this too like when you go back in they they all say hi to you they treat you like you're a local celebrity and now when I go in I don't see anybody that I know it's all new people and I'm like I don't know who any of you guys are Mm -hmm. I feel that because like we've talked about the shitty people a bit but like I worked with some like great people that I became friends with oh yeah like my my good Judy Kalen hi Kalen Mm -hmm. like she was fantastic to work with all like but like I feel like a lot of the people that I enjoyed working with left before I did so it was like easier to quit because I'm like okay buy too like yeah I was kind of in the wave of people quitting like I I -hmm. feel like a lot of people were quitting around the time that I was I also technically still haven't quit I just said I was going on work leave when I got my other job so I gotta quit soon oh really Mm -hmm. huh why didn't you quit like what did you say well when I got my new job I just put on leave and I'm like okay just in case this other job doesn't work out I can just go back to McDonald's but right I think my new job's gonna work out so that's kind of cool that's good but like I don't I don't understand because like my new job the starting wage is like better than a manager like a swing manager so like I don't I don't know how they're able to keep people for so long like it honestly Mm -hmm. it's a it's a mystery because it's most people's first job like they don't really know any better Mm -hmm. I guess oh true like when like, I was in school, like doing doing my job, like they gave me raises periodically and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then 
I'm like looking at other jobs and they're like, oh yeah, starting wage is $17 an hour and that's just starting. And that's when you're on your probation. Don't worry, we'll raise it. And I'm like, what? When I started at McRonald's, the starting wage was $10.25. Which is crazy because minimum wage is at like $14.60 now. (laughs) It went up a whole $4. Crazy. Absolutely. Also, the other thing about working there that was really shitty is like, they're like, you need to have, you need to be able to open this day, close this day. Like there's all these requirements. And then like, we need people to stay till midnight. So you'll put your availability like, hey, on this day, I'll work a four to 12. And then they schedule you. I, this has happened to me. This happened to me right before I quit. They would schedule me like a nine to 12, like in the evening. Yeah. That's three hours. I've always got a lot of seven to tens. Mm -hmm. that is just an inconvenience that is just Mm -hmm. a straight up inconvenience like what's the point Mm -hmm. so i was like i've had enough i gotta go oh 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 keep the o's in oh oh you know we have not talked about about working fast food but it's such a pinnacle part the old men the old men oh my god I am not the most masculine person in the world, so I definitely got hit on by old men. But Mariah, you're a female. You're a strong female. I think you got this one. I have some stories, but I think I think this is... Are we talking about being hit on or just... I've been hit on. Uh, how they yell at you anytime prices go up and it's literally a screen. Like at, at, at our job, it is literally a screen and it's all the pictures with names of your item and then we just add it all together in a total. It is it is so simple, but then you plug in the same thing and they freak out because there's a price change or whatever. Yeah. But then there's also getting hit on. Mariah has gotten has had multiple Actually, we've we've both had to deal with this when people give you Jesus pamphlets. I had to go around the lobby all the time and throw away all the Jesus pamphlets because that's solicitation which was not allowed. This guy, he came through the drive-thru and he's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fine. He asked me how my schoolwork was doing. He asked me where I live. He asked me all these questions. And then he's like, here's a tip. And it was a green bill. So I thought it was a 20 because we live in Canada. So I'm like, oh my God, he's tipping me $20. I look on the back of it. It's telling me about how like, if I've ever looked at women with lust in my eyes, I'm going to hell. (laughs) And it's like, it said a million dollars for the bill. And like, here's the million dollar question. Are you going to heaven or hell? My, I've I've never had to deal with like a face to face confrontation like that, or at least I I probably have, but I don't remember. It was always like on Sundays when I was working in the lobby, I would have to go around to every table, pick up all the Jesus pamphlets, and throw them out. And I'm like, I'm going to hell for this. Did you know that in the Bible, hell is mentioned like only like a couple times? in like the older versions of the bible and it was like an actual place on earth like god or Hmm. jesus never talks about the internal damnation of hell like it was a place on earth and allegedly they used to do child sacrifice there that sounds just like mcdonald's human sacrifice it's a place on earth with child sacrifice mariah have you ever been hit on by an old man uh i honestly don't remember because here's here's the thing When I was in, like, late elementary school, early high school, I was a single lady. All All the the single ladies. I was all of the single ladies, and all the menses were flocking towards me. And then as soon as I 
was in a in a relationship I guess I just give off a vibe that's like don't talk to me or I'll call my boyfriend on you which I I I I I miss getting hit on I haven't been hit on since I was in like grade eight (laughs) it's just the lack of I I have such low self-esteem and I know like you know when girls are always complaining about how many people hit on them I'm like well at least you get hit on like I don't have a ring on my finger but I might as well because nobody I guess I just give off an energy like oh yeah I have a boyfriend sorry one time though one time I was in the mall and this complete stranger came up to me he had a ring pop in his hand in his mouth he plucked it out got down on one knee and asked me to be his girlfriend would you say i said no and sydney was like across the store looking at me looking at the whole thing go down shout out to sydney oh, god i think that was probably the last time i ever got hit on and that was like grade 10 i remember in when i was working through the drive through this man said i had a cute voice and then blew me a kiss and drove away I wish I, I had stories like that. I wish I had stories like that because that's funny. Or I had this one person and I gave them their change back and they like grabbed my hand and interlocked fingers and then took the change and left and they didn't say a word. Like they grabbed my hand and I had the change. Are you? And they went, and they went like this and then they grabbed the change. And honestly, when their serious? fingers are interlocked and they're pulling out and they're able to grab the change with just their thumb and like their pointer finger... It was talent. Oh my god. I was I had something that I was gonna say, but that story just blew it right out of my head. What were you gonna say? Tell the I children. don't remember no, I don't remember it. Oh my god, I hate it. Or I also hate when people come through the drive thru and they don't even look at you. Right? Or when like they when have their sunglasses so on and their music on and they just like they don't even say hi. They just like tap their card, drive grab the food drive or when you ask them how there's digs going because you've literally been standing in one spot for like six hours Mm -hmm. and like they look at you and they're like can't you tell i'm on the phone because they have like hands-free link and i'm like no sir (laughs) i can't tell you're on the phone i'm just trying to get oh my god i you know when there is like there's a rush and then the line for the drive-through like curves around the corner Mm -hmm. and it's so like long and it's taking forever and all of the parking spaces are filled so we can't park any more cars. I had this one time, the person that was at the speaker that was like waiting to move forward, they were waiting for maybe like a minute and they hooked up their Bluetooth and they put on the Jeopardy theme song as if they were doing something. Oh my God. So that like we could all hear it in our headset, just like do 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 do. They thought they were comedy gold. They thought they were really doing something there. I'm shaking my head. I <laughs> disgusting. I hate people when they try to be like they complain about like the time, and I'm like, what do you want me to do? It's not my fault. The family of a billion ordered mm-hmm. uh, eleven thousand Big Mac meals. Like. What do you want me to do? Again, again, you saw the line. It -hmm. was your conscious decision to come here. And we have another, we had another location like five minutes down the road. If you really didn't want to wait, you could have just went or across the intersection. We had um, uh, a Tim Tams. We had a 
a W and A. Subway. Yeah, we had a, a, a Subway. We had a, a Buckstar. We had um, a Donair place and uh, a, a this weird fish taco place. Yeah, we had. Oh yeah, we had we had uh, some a sushi place. We had a uh, lactose royalty down the down the highway. Oh yeah, lactose royalty. <laughs> like and they, I like that one. But like there was like, it's it's crazy. Like you see like the lineup, and you're not even waiting that long. Like you will have your order taken, but people are so entitled. We're obviously doing our job. You can see through the window that we're like running around. Like the manager's having a mental breakdown. It's obviously like we're working hard. We're not just sitting around. And sure, sure, as we're being productive, we might be having our personal conversations, but nobody's stopping and talking. Like it's always go, go, go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just be patient, be patient, be patient. It's like kind of like those things that make you want to go, white people. Ugh. right but also i've never like this isn't like honestly like the rudest people are old white moms i feel like okay here's what's here's what's happening as i'm getting older i feel myself turning into a karen <gasps> mariah i can feel myself i don't know where i went wrong in my life i don't know why why the universe is punishing me but i can feel myself turning into a karen because one time i i went to a coffee place and i don't like coffee it's not my thing i either like a hot chocolate or tea or anything else so it was like right before christmas they had a really yummy peppermint candy cane hot chocolate so i ordered it and they made it for me and i like I was like thank you I walked away and then I took a sip of it and I realized oh this is a mocha so I went back and I was like excuse me I ordered a hot chocolate this is a mocha and I mean usually if they got my order wrong I would like just whatever but because I really don't like coffee and they get and it was a large that I ordered I like went back and I was like, excuse me, I ordered a peppermint hot chocolate and you gave me a mocha. There is coffee in this. And they were like, no, there's not coffee in that. I was like, "Uh, no, I taste the coffee. And she was like, "Mm, no, no. She actually? Because that's, yeah, that'd be kind of rude. Yeah, she was like, she was, and it was like an independent coffee place. It wasn't like a Buckstar or anything. So, so you can't even complain to a head office. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to. I'm not that level of Karen yet. But I was like, she was trying to convince me that I was just tasting things, that I was like crazy because she was, because I was like, to make the hot chocolate, you just need the chocolate, the peppermint, and some milk. And she was like, yeah, it only milk came out of that spell. And I was like, well, clearly not because I, like, I have never... I rarely have to argue with a service worker because I know what it's like. But if they're mm-hmm. if they're telling me that I am delusional, like you I, like obviously accidents happen. Like I'm sure they yeah. didn't mean to screw up your order. Obviously, obviously they didn't mean to screw up my order. But when they're telling me that, like, oh no, like I didn't make a mistake. They, I was, I almost wanted to, like, you know, when 
you know, when a rude customer like shoves their food in your face and is like, look at that. Does that look like what I ordered? I almost wanted to do that. I was like, smell that. Like that is coffee in there. But I mean, obviously COVID. So like, I didn't like you can tell. But like, I can obviously tell because I get that hot chocolate every single day and it has never tasted like that before. Anyway, she made me a new one, but she obviously, she made a point that it was, she made it a point that I was inconveniencing her. I think a lot of people in our generation are like scared to complain about stuff, but like if, as long as you're not rude about it, and as Mm -hmm. long as you know that there are a handful of people working there and the person you're complaining to may not have had a part in making the food that was Well, it was, it was just her that, uh, it was just her that was working. It was a very small, like it was in, in a mall. It was just one little kiosk. Well, it was, was outside well, was, my school. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, like, in general, like, I think as long as you're not rude and are polite and know that the person you're talking to might not have been the person who made the mistake, you should be fine. Yeah. Like, to complain. Yeah. But I think some people are scared to just ask for a new thing just because they don't want to be, like, a Karen. Yeah. But just don't be rude. Just ask politely, I'm, hey. Yeah. I'm increasing my inner Karen. I also, I have to take a photo of you. Why? Wait, put your head down. Like, put your, put your hand down. Why? Uh, Move back a bit. Oh, wait, no, move forward. (laughs) Bring your head. What? What do you want? It doesn't come up on camera, but like, because of like the light, you like look bald. Oh. Okay, like you, you look snatch bald. I, I darken my hair. It it's looks my, nice. I saw it before my, you turned off the light. Yeah, it looks nice. It's my natural color now. So I'm no longer a blonde bimbo. I remember like dirty blonde Mariah who wore overalls. Yeah, I have so many pictures with like like ruler straight eyebrows. It was, yeah, it was really straight eyebrows. It was the long hair, like, down your back and overalls. Half, like, that is half up, half down, overalls with this specific hoodie that I'm wearing right now. hmm It was, like, the picture that was in the yearbook when we did the yearbook, like, group photos. And it was, like, the Brady Bunch when we were, like, pointing at Max Cowan. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Didn't you get most changed? Yeah, I did. I got best sass. Or most sass. But technically, I was second place. The first guy who got it, he didn't want it. Okay. But yeah, I got I got most changed because every single year, I had a completely different personality. It was a different me every single year. I had, I had a new hair. I had new outfits. I had a new personality. Like in grade 10, I had like... I wanted to be like an art hoe and I had like super artsy Instagram photos and then grade 11 I was in this whole like space phase grade 12 was my emo phase I love that this is the photo I'm talking about yeah oh my god I can't grade 11 Mariah queen I miss my long hair I'm trying to grow it back out Wait, I'll show you a photo of me from that time. This is me in grade 10. Cute. I kind of like thinned out in my face. Like it's not as round. Yeah. And honestly, that's good enough for me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I did wear overalls a lot in grade You 11. did. <laughs> 
Like, here's another one. Like, look at this. Like, it's kind of like my face was like a circle, but like now it's a rectangle. And honestly, that level of transformation is good enough for me. Mine is rounding out. I think all of the fat from your face is going into mine. But I think you're looking great. This is my art ho phase. Ooh, those bangs. <laughs> the b- b- bangs. Um, but oh, but I had another story about like from McDonald's that I wanted to tell. It oh, okay. Was, Let's tell this story. Um. So as I mentioned before, our our McDonald's had a play place so we hosted birthday parties there and Honestly, i really what birthday party at mcdonald's everyone that lived so in aldergrove had a mcdonald's birthday party though at least once or at least been to one i've never been to one or had one really yeah my sister had one i've been to a few anyway i loved hosting birthday parties to be honest because like it was very like the only stressful part was when it came to making the food because you were responsible for getting all the food together and the drinks together all at once. And it was like 20 Happy Meals and they were expecting it in like 15 minutes. But other than that, it was super chill. And that's why I love doing them because you didn't have to like deal with the rustle and bustle of, of the rest of the of the store. So I love doing them anyway besides the point I show up for a shift one day I don't know I didn't know that there was a birthday party so I show up at the time of my shift and the manager comes up to me and was like hey um you have a birthday party today they're here right now and I usually have like half an hour to set up for a party and I had no time to set up everyone was already like coming for it so I was like okay I gotta like really quickly like clean the area and set up so I print out the little reserve signs like so that people that aren't part of a birthday party doesn't sit in that section of the play place so I print out those signs I like tape them up everywhere and then but there was already a a like a dad and his two daughters sitting in that section and so I go up to him and it, normally I would be like, hey, just so you know, we have a birthday party. They're going to be here. Like, they're not coming for a while, so take your time. But, like, I was like, okay, I'm sorry. We have a birthday party right now. So I was like, can you please move to another section of the play place? And there were so many open tables in the play place. He could have moved, like, really easily. But instead, he got so upset with me. He started yelling, screaming, saying how rude I was because I didn't put up reserve signs earlier. So I explained to him like, hey, my shift just started. I wasn't aware of this birthday party until like five minutes ago. He was so he was so mad. He was like, what's your name? And I show him my name tag. I'm like, Mariah, go report me right now. Like, blah, blah, blah. like see what see what no see what they're going to do about it. He goes up to the manager. He's like. He goes up to her. I'm like running back. I'm just, you know, minding my own business because I don't care. Mm -hmm. But he's like, 
he's demanding that I get fired for being so rude to him when I politely said, hi, like we have a birthday party in this section right now. I'm so sorry to make you do this, but would you, would it be okay if you move to another table? And anyway, he demanded that I get fired and he was asked to leave, which is awesome. I love that. Another thing about dressing up as man as a manager, even though I wasn't, I loved kicking people out, even though I had no authority to do it. I also love that. When even start- if if somebody was being rude to me, I was like, "Please leave. Like you're not welcome back here." Do you remember um, when you brought up birthday parties? I thought of this. I remember it was another birthday party, and you didn't have a lot of like time to prepare. Mm-hmm. So I was like, AKA person- every birthday party ever. Every birthday party. The head manager yeah. woman, she asked me, she's like, can you help Mariah? So mm-hmm. I, I was helping you doing a birthday party. I was setting everything up. And I'm obviously, I don't remember the name and I was going to change it anyways. And Mariah was like, okay, this is, uh, this is Denise. You said to me, you're like, this is Denise. So there's this little girl sitting there and I'm like, oh, hi, Denise. And like you were telling me to introduce myself to Denise. So I go down and I'm just trying to talk to like this six-year-old girl and explain to her that I'm here to help the birthday party. And you just look at me and you're like, Denise is the mom. <laughs> I remember that. That was oh, it was so funny. <laughs> I as soon as uh as soon as you like said that you went to the little girl I was like oh I kind of remember this but was it that I because you changed the name and I was like Mm -hmm. what was it like a gender neutral name and you went to a girl when it was actually a boy or like something like that but yeah it was the mom Mm -hmm. also I accidentally said her name a bit earlier do you remember that one head manager we had and she walked like she was pregnant I think when I first started working there but like she walked and she had like the same figure as Godzilla, like she, the way the way she put her hands. Like I'm not I'm not really making fun of like how her body was shaped, but the way she physically decided to walk with her hands, she looked like Godzilla. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Are you gonna look at me and tell me that I'm wrong? But she was nice unless she was stressed. Yeah. Like one time the debit machine wasn't working properly. So nobody could tap like they had to insert. And apparently Uh that like dropped our times. And she was like yelling at me. And she was like, corporate's going to get frustrated with me because of these times. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to fix the debit machine. Do you want me to just say cash? Like, I'm sorry. People have to insert their cards. That would take even longer. Like, Like, that's the other thing. It's like, if you work at McDonald's, the service people get shit from the the customers mm-hmm. and then the front service people take that out on the people begging and doing the other stuff and then those people take their anger out on the people working kitchen on table and then the people on table take that out on the people batch cooking all the food like people just send their anger everywhere. amen it doesn't like i hated working with customers and i much prefer the back because i got trained in both but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you're working you're gonna get shit from somewhere absolutely like, like, I remember one time I went to the kitchen and I would had to grab a whole bunch of eggs from the cooler. And this manager was yelling at me. She's like, why did you leave kitchen? And I'm like, there's all that egg product on screen. How am I going to make it without the eggs? Like, what do you want yeah. me to do? You want me to lay some? Like, <laughs> I wish Dominic would come here because he 
talks about the whole chain of screaming. Oh my all god! All the it time. doesn't matter where you are, you experience it. It's... Uh, he or... hated me. He did. Yeah, he genuinely hated me. Who could hate Mariah Bicknell? Because I, because because I didn't turn off my customer service to talk to the back, because that's just way too much of of going back and forth between my normal voice and my customer service voice. But I was also like assertive with the back, so I was like, "Hi, we're down at Junior Chicken. Uh, can somebody please um make a Junior Chicken?" Or like, "I just punched in a Junior Chicken. Can you make that first, please? It was wrong last time." And then, and then I would be like, oh, wait, never mind. The junior chicken's right here. And then they would send down their junior chicken. I'm like, okay, we're up a junior chicken. I love that. Good for you. Oh, do you want to hear my customer service voice? Yeah. Okay. So this is my regular voice. Hi, what can I get for you? And this mm-hmm. is my customer service voice. Hi there. What can I get for you? Oh, yeah. That brought me back. I mean, I mean, what I was saying, that wasn't my actual customer service voice, but that's the way that Dominic mocks me. Okay. Well, I could tell, yeah. But I was more like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. What can I get for you? You mean McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Hi Who's there. This? Welcome to uh, welcome to Dick, Dick Ronald's. Would you like a senior chicken? Yeah. Would you like a senior chicken? A, sen- a senior poulet? Also, there's this. Okay. Here's this one story. When I was working, and I was working in service to shift, and um, sorry, I was working in service to shift, and this manager, and she's very new at managing, and you can tell she's very new to this. She's stressed about speed and everything, and she shouts to all the people working kitchen. She says, if she's like, if you guys don't hurry up and get faster in the kitchen, I'm sending you all home. And I remember the good (laughs) Christian girl who works in the kitchen. I remember her, and I was talking to her later on, and she was just like, go for it. I dare you. What do you mean? So good. I want to go home. Didn't so some funny. people actually like leave? Oh, wouldn't surprise like, me. Like s- start to walk out. There's a good pal. We both went to school with Julian. And I remember me and him were both working service. And he had a date with a girl. <gasps> oh, my God. You know what I'm going to talk about? Oh, my <laughs> and God. he had a date with a girl. And me and him were both working in drive through And he asked uh, his our other good Judy, Connor, to cover and he's like, hey, my boy, can you cover my shift? And he's like, yeah, I got my email from work and they said I have zero hours this week. So he co- came in to cover the second half of our good pal Julian's shift. And the manager was like, no, you're scheduled to work today. And then so he had to work and they said, Julian, he can't go home, but he had a date. So me and him both went on break around the same time and he wrote them a letter and he, the only thing I remember from the letter is him talking about how the walls suck out his soul. He put that in the manager's office and he left. <laughs> he left and it was so stressful. I do not blame him. I remember him walking out. I'm good for him. Oh. And then I remember I'm like, hey, can I go to the first window and just take orders in cash? Because I knew it was going to get stressful with him gone. Good I mean, him. in a situation like that, we don't know where the error was in the schedule. So like, there's really like nobody to blame. Also, I'm pretty sure we were fine. Like, he probably could have left. Yeah. It Yeah. It's weird that they scheduled Connor, but it wasn't in his email. Yeah. Oh, I, at my new job, there's this girl cashier I work with, and her boyfriend used to work at McDonald's, and he was working there for, like, two weeks ago, and he apparently recently walked out on his break. 
And I'm like, good for you. Icon. Iconic. Iconic behavior. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. We love to see it. Do you know Do you know how uh, Dommy Mommy quit? How and why? Yeah. Uh, like- I think it was because he was moving to Australia. Oh, yeah. I forgot Dommy Mommy was in Australia. Mm-hmm. He was there for like six months. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I wish he would come and talk to us. <laughs> That's what, never mind. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about McBucks. McBucks. Oh, my. So, um, starting out, our McDonald's was a franchised McDonald's, but then the owner um, retired, so we became corporate. And one of the things that corporate... Uh, implemented was a system called McBucks and this was like basically you do a good deed you get a McBuck and then you can like use your McBucks to buy food or they had like little prizes like you can get a water bottle or whatever the thing that uh, and basically when they made the McBucks thing it was like you have to go above and beyond to get a McBuck so like the highest prize that they had on there was a Nintendo Switch. And that was- I forgot about this. And that was for 250 McBucks. And I feel like it, because originally when they wrote down like what warrants a McBuck, it was things like cleaning the ice cream machine gets you one McBuck. But in reality, if you went and you wiped all the tables, you got like five. Mm-hmm. Or if you- well, if you were like, hey, can you go check the bathroom and I'll give you a McBuck? Like, managers were handing out McBucks like candy. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, people were getting a lot of prizes. And I basically, like, I, I made so many McBucks. I ended up getting the Nintendo Switch. Good for you. And then right after I got it, they raised the price of the Switch. They to did like 450 Yeah. Yeah, they raised it to like 450 and changed the rules of the McBucks. Of they like- also made exp- uh, McBucks have an expiration date. No way, really? Yeah, I don't know if this was after you left, but they they don't have, uh, they don't call them McBucks anymore. They call them golden tickets. Oh. Come on, Willy Wonka. Yeah. Why did they call them golden tickets? I don't know. Corporate McDonald's is a very weird entity. Oh, I meant corporate McDougal's is a very weird entity. <laughs> we got to keep a couple of our fuck ups in because we have funny. to. I'm it. <laughs> Nobody's I fr- I cares. Can... Nobody cares. You were like talking about um the McBucks, and I'm like, why does she want to talk about the McBucks so badly? And I completely forgot that you won the Switch. Yeah. Didn't you sell it? I I I won it. I got it, and then I sold it. I got it simply so that I could sell it. I know you're a you're a businesswoman. You are a businesswoman. Because I was like, you know what? If I got a Nintendo Switch, like I'm either going to never use it, or it would take up my entire life, and I would just be even lazier than I already was. Mm -hmm. Because I already spend no time being productive in my life. So I was like, hey, let's you know. I see this prize board. I see a, a switch that that's like four hundred dollars. That's like yeah. So if I if I want it and I kept it in its original packaging, I can sell it at real at retail price, which I did. I was like, 
I saw this. I was like, hey, I can make some I can make some real money off of this, off of these fake McBucks. So instead of tempting myself with like free food, because I could have gotten like free food for life. You could have. I thought you were going to say you could have gotten chunky. <laughs> I could have gotten so chunky with all of the free food I could have gotten. But I, I, I saved up, and the day that I turned in my McBucks to the manager, I, I, I borrowed my dad's briefcase. I put on a professional baby pink blazer, and I, and I put on my sunglasses, and I walk into the joint, and I'm like, <clears throat> I'm here for the for the thing. I'm doing business. A very I'm here for a very business transaction. And there was an orientation going on that day. <laughs> so there were a bunch of like new kids, like 15 year olds in the crew room, seeing me walk in looking like I'm in men in black. And then I like place my suitcase, my briefcase on the table. I open it and I, it's a bunch of stacks of, of McBucks. I love that. And I, and I, I have like a lease come in and I'm like, I, I, I slide the suitcase across the table at her. And I'm like, yeah, they're in stacks of 50. I love that. But she still recounted them because she doesn't trust me. She doesn't trust anybody. That woman was crazy. Actually, she trusted me a little too much, though. She gave me her pin codes. Miss Mariah. Like, like, she gave me her credit card and her pin number for it to go buy things. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, her pin, like, on, like, the computer to do, like, staff stuff, but then, wait, what did you buy for a lease? Well, I was buying, um, things for birthday parties at the dollar store, and I was, like, and they usually give me cash, but she was, like, like, here, just take my, here's my, yeah, here, and I still remember it. I mean, she was kind of nuts, but iconic behavior. Mm Mm-hmm iconic behavior and she let me use her office too which like nobody went in there but i went in there all the time because all of the uh family night stuff was in there we we've talked about some crazy shit but like i didn't even talk about the time where a manager threatened to spank me like (laughs) oh she threatened to spank me and it's we're friends now like i don't like (laughs) but like this is when i first started working here and she was the manager i complained about like another person threatened like telling me to kill myself she was mm-hmm. the one i went to so we we're working in the kitchen and she was holding a spatula and she's like i'm gonna spank you and i look so traumatized so i was like in eighth grade and then she like apologized but like we're good friends we stand good oh my god did i tell you that when i was 14 he told me i should be a stripper you have i fucking hated him we could have uh. done a whole episode about him He's why all the he's what's wrong with gingers. Here's the thing because he was a gel before becoming a manager, and all of the gels, we were the laziest people. We got paid so much money to do absolutely nothing. We were making the same amount as swing managers. Literally, all of us, like, we all did this. We all went into the bathrooms and just hung out when it was slow. Like, I, I never had. I never even had the idea to bring my phone onto the floor so that I had something to do when I was just like sitting in the bathroom. But I would go in and I would just sit on the counter just to pass the time by. He did that too. But as soon as he became a manager, he ratted all of us out. Oh, kind of like in the office, like um, how like Ryan's character 
like once he big went to mm-hmm. corporate he's like i know the pranks you play i fucking hate that oh my god what i but what i what i did when i went into the bathroom is i would bring a spray bottle and a bar towel with me so then if i see in the reflection somebody's opening the door i would hop down off of the counter where i'm sitting and i would spray the mirror and start wiping it down be like oh yeah i'm just working like go ahead just working and twerking (laughs) what are some like really gross things you have to deal with other than oh uh during late night you have to dump all the grease out of the grills that's disgusting Mm -hmm. and walk it and then you have to walk that across the parking lot to the big grease dump Mm -hmm. at like in the middle of the night ew this crazy homeless guy chased me in a wheelchair oh but why he he, because he's crazy and then when I entered the restaurant, I was literally walking. I didn't have to run away. And then he was like, I'll get you next time. He never okay. did. Oh, remember that gang of old men that would hang out in the parking lot and they would take oh, up those two parking they spots? They still do. Yeah. They still do. Yeah. I don't know why they take up the most, the two most convenient parking spaces because they're right they're so by weird. the door, but they take them up just because they're sitting having a little powwow. But I think they moved there because we put no smoking signs all over the restaurant. And then, like, they mm. used to do it, like, right outside. The, there used to be tables, like, right outside the restaurant. Right. And then we got rid I of remember. those. I, I really, really liked um, – because people would bring, like, booze and just, like, drink outside of the McDonald's building. Mm-hmm. Or the just the building. And The, the building. Yeah, people people would bring bring booze because there's like a liquor store in the same complex. They would like, you know, sit down in the parking lot, have some drinks, chill out, you know, do their vaping and their 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 drugs and stuff. I don't know what kids do these days, but what do kids do these days. But they would uh, leave their cans and stuff littered everywhere. And you know what I did? I I took and I I, I returned those at the bottle depot i made some money I, oh you made coin <laughs> i made coin i made a good five cents off of those off of each off of each one or actually they were alcoholic so it was like 10 cents iconic because i made i made the money that they didn't have. you sure did absolutely and my my parents were always like mariah why does your car smell like beer i'm like oh no i'm doing good deeds don't worry mama i'm making but, coin i gotta grind but my car did but my car did reek of beer when i did that good for you though there's worse things your car can smell like Mm, true cigarette like i remember like if you've ever like do you remember like uh, like before you got a car i mean i still don't have one but like do you remember when you like got in like your friend's car to hang out and their parent was driving you there back and their parents a smoker and you can tell Mm -hmm. they're a smoker from the moment you enter the car because that smell never leaves it doesn't so Ever. honestly, it, there's worse things. There it gets in the things. fibers of the fabric. Your being. The fibers <laughs> of your very being. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, like, if someone vapes in their car, I don't care. Like, I let, I let my friends vape in my car because it doesn't stick. The smell doesn't stick. I'm just like, yeah, sure, just open a window. Like, I won't let them do it in, with the window closed, but I'm like, yeah, whatever, open the window, go for it. But if someone asks to smoke in my car, I'm just you telling them, them out. get out. I'm, I'm like, you, you know, you can find your own ride. We worked with so many kids from high school. There was a gang. There was a gang of Mick workers all up our high school. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like people that you would never, ever, 
ever talk to if it weren't for the fact that we worked together. Mm-hmm. Like there's some people were like, yeah, if we went to the same high school, I would not talk to you. But you're so like when we are when we are at a point where we're forced to talk to each other and there's money involved and all the other customers are shit. Let's have a conversation. Excellent. Also, fun fact, the um, guy who trained me in kitchen because I got trained by two people in service and one person in kitchen. He's now a drag queen. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. He was going to go to school with me, but he flaked out last minute. Aww. He's cool, though. Mm-hmm. Speaking of drag queens, have you been watching season 13? I watched the first episode. I haven't watched the second one yet. Have you watched the Meet the Queens, too? Yes. How incredible was that first episode? It's pretty iconic. I was... Literally, like, you could ask Dominic. I was on the floor just having absolute, like, spasms. Because I was like, oh, my God. Because this is the first season that I've ever, that I'm, that I've ever watched. Watching while on TV. While it's on TV. I've always Mm -hmm. waited for it to come out on, like, a streaming service. But now that I have your out TV go, I'm... I am exploiting you and your 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 visa debit. It's four dollars a month. I don't care. It's four dollars a month, and I am so grateful for it. But now, yeah, now that I have your OutTV Go account, I am watching it as it's coming out. And they always they, like they're leaving us on cliffhangers every mm-hmm. episode so far. I mean, there's mm-hmm. only two episodes, but they they're both left on cliffhangers. It's pretty and interesting. I want to just click the next episode so I can binge it, but I have to wait another week. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm binge culture. It's mm-hmm. it's a pretty interesting season because a lot of the queens like for that are on right now, I don't know them personally, but I like have heard of them. Like I heard mm-hmm. of Gottmik before they were announced to be on the show. I've heard of Tina Burner. I've heard yeah. of Simone. I've heard of Rose um i love got mick and simone yeah so i've like so it's pretty it's a pretty interesting like when you're like that into the into the drag scene of Mm -hmm. america where like you know them before they come on the show it's pretty interesting because like yeah drag race will like spin off to all stars and that's why i think all stars is so successful is because like everybody knows them already Mm -hmm. so it's it's pretty interesting when you know who's on tv before they're on tv yeah i'm like really excited about utica queen though oh yeah the really weird one i don't know thorgy thor but more twink she's like crazy and i am all for it but i feel like all the other queens are like don't like her because her wig was like falling off and like she wasn't as polished but like i want her to stay because i think she's just so entertaining Oh, Candy Muse. I also knew who she was before the show. Right. She's another big one. Um, who else is there? Oh, my God. I love Denali's entrance look on the skates. Oh, yeah. It was. It looked like it was a pain to lip sync, too. But but her, her braid was, like, down her back. It was incredible. It was. Oh, my God. I loved her entrance look so much. And... And Lala Ree, her lip oh, sync I love was Lala so Ree. good. I am, she's so cool. She's so fierce. 
Mm-hmm. Her lip, her and Denali's lip sync. I was like, this is so close because they were both so good. It was probably my favorite. It was. It was definitely my favorite lip sync of them. Oh, also, clearly. it was to my favorite song as a kid. When I grow up, by the Pussycat Dolls. When I grow up, I want to. I want to be famous. I want to be a star. Like that was my absolute favorite song as a kid. So I loved it. As it should. Hmm. Anyway. That's our segment that we like to call Life's a Drag. Um, okay, guys. Um, if you like our cover photo, which you should because it's incredible. Our Period. Good, our good Judy Haley made it. She is on Instagram at Haley LL Studio. Haley spelt the correct way, not the wrong way. And by correct way, I mean with an I, not a Y. Love that. Because you know when Haley's spelt with a Y and I'm just like, that doesn't look right. I.E. my mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot your na- mom's name is Haley. Classic mom. Mm. Anyway, yeah. H-A-I-L-E-Y-L-L studio on Instagram. She Thank does a lot of really cool art. And she's taking commissions, too. So hit her up for all of your design needs. Give her coin. Support small business. Woohoo! This has been another establishment of the City Witty Podcast. Please mm-hmm. hit us up on Instagram. Give us helpful tips on how we can make this even better and sexier. Oh, like yeah, like the sitting witty is something you play like before before the moment, like before <laughs> the moment. This is you know how you get you. you this you know how this you keep podcast a is an aphrodisiac. <laughs> the sounds of our voices because you know how i've always joked how like my voice is my biggest form of birth control because nobody would want to have a baby with this maybe yeah. it's the opposite May- guys tell us how we can turn turn it around well that's the thing if you want to keep your man you cuddle him you cuddle him up in a blanket mm-hmm. you, you sit on the couch mm-hmm. and you turn on some sitting witty on your google home and you will keep that man Absolutely. Listen to the soothing voices of us. We have been through the trials and tribulations of fast food. We have. We have talked about working in fast food, customer service, Karens, (laughs) peaking (laughs) in high school, all this jazz. (laughs) Raya, I had such a great time talking with you today. I did too. I'm so ha- happy I could flex my customer service voice on you. I think it's the best form of ASMR for me. Hi there. What can I get for you? Hi. Large coffee, duble, duble. Duble, duble. Would you like? Would you like two apple pies for a dollar forty-nine? Why, yes, I would. Excellent. Goodbye, everyone. I'll see you next week Goodbye. where we talk about something else. Yay! Woohoo! Ow, ow! Ker chow! Skibbity doop, pa pa! Okay, bye!